You're listening to the High Sessions Way podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host. Joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabuku. Shimabuku. Is there a reason? Uh, I know. Is there a reason why you're reading so fast? What's going on? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just just high on life, Devin. It's because you're sitting so close to Christina. That's right. That's right. right. Okay. It's because he's sitting next to Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> I sit next to Kyle every time. <laughs> and Devin Nakoba. Hello. Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of the ways they can stay in touch with the podcast. There's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. And of course, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. And I'll tell the guys here that we got a very nice email over the weekend oh. from someone from Australia wow. who listens to the podcast. So she was very uh, complimentary. She just enjoys the show. and Wow. Just... What uh, was it, she complimentary about? I don't well, understand. Well, she basically <laughs> said that she found the podcast during lockdown when oh. they couldn't go out. You know, she's just looking for something to do. She's interested in Hawaii and Hawaiian culture and stuff like that. Oh, so okay. she stumbled upon. It's just kind of interesting to hear what goes on here in Hawaii. So oh, cool. We should talk more about Hawaii stuff then. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, thank so you for thank listening. Thank you very much for it. listening. It was very nice to get, get your email. And um, if you'd like to help the show get more music on the channel, you can go to patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com and donate. Uh, of course, uh, we have a guest coming on next month who has a suggestion from one of our patrons. Ah. Mm-hmm. So we do listen to you when you ask. Uh, we'd like to thank Jordan from Virginia, who is our latest Patreon. Jordan. So Jordan, thank, thank you, you so much for signing up. Um, thank you to Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Landscape Architects. You can call Kevin Okamura, Yokomura, I'm sorry, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate, kupukupulandscaping.com. And of course, Fort Ruger Market. I'm on letter E. So yeah, how was it today? What was it? Lao Lao Lomi e? Salmon. Hmm. E and rice, yeah. Okay. So a lot of Lao Lao within the place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all, the, all the supporting cast members move around, but the Lao Lao seems to be the main <laughs> The main, the main draw. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and uh, don't forget to uh, rate us on iTunes, please. Uh, five stars, if you can. If, if you can't do five stars, then don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no need to. to yeah, there's no need to yeah. even. Yeah, it's fine. Just send us nice letters. <laughs> you can find Devin on Kumu 94.7. With Sunway. No. With Sunway, yes. Officially, yeah. Officially, yes. So we will have her on again, I'm sure, mm-hmm. right? Uh, go to highlifeclothing.com to see Kyle's designs. And at this time, we'd like to introduce our... Oh, yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah. She's representing, she's a, man. She's been a team writer for a long time. Yes. I see. The yeah. designs are cool, but I also like the way it's made. Honestly, like the way it the fits, fit. oh. and then also the color. Like I noticed, like it doesn't like fade or shrink, or anything. it pretty much like maintains everything. Because oh, because lazy, yeah. and he said, "I'm not like anybody. I have to do anything more with the shirt." <laughs> and I like yeah. returns yeah. and refunds. <laughs> <No, laughs> <returns. laughs> exactly. Just wash them and wear them, Paul. <laughs> so our special guest today is Christine Ueno. Christine, thank you very much for being here with us. Thank you for having me. She's part of the Wake Up Today team on KHON two. Mm-hmm. And um, wakes up. I know. Even earlier than me. So she should actually be taking a nap right about now. I know. Do you normally take a nap midday? I normally don't just because, you know, there are things to do. And then also it kind of screws with your sleep pattern later, right? right? Mm. And then like if I sleep too much, then I get like grouchy and groggy and it's like zombie-ish. So I pretty much just stay up throughout the whole day so, okay that's crazy all right so so for those of you who are listening outside of hawaii so khon2 is one of the larger networks here 
And so Christine is part of the news team that does the morning show, mm-hmm. which runs from what time to what time? It starts at 4.30 till 8, and then we do an extra hour called Take Two, which I also do. So basically, it's from 4.30 to 9 o'clock. 4.30 to 9 o'clock. And that's on air only before you're there, there all the time. Yes. So that's on air live. But the prepping and all that is what time you got to get prepping? Well, we do it the day before. Oh, okay. But when we get in, I usually get in anywhere between... Around you know, two forty-five, three o'clock in the morning, oh. just to like prep, to help write, to go over scripts, to double check things, yeah, yeah and then also just to kind of like slap on the bondo and throw on something <laughs> to wear, you know. So, and how yeah. many years you've been doing this routine? Oh my gosh, over, well, in the business over twenty, but on KCHUN Morning Show, almost six years. Wow. Yeah, waking up at two o'clock in the morning. That's a weird. Sleep schedule. It's man. brutal. Yeah, but so Devin what? knows a little bit because I don't know like that. That's no, why but you wake up early too. Yeah, but not that early. People said that's why they go. You want to do morning? I go. Heck no! I don't want to do any morning show on TV ever. Cause the two o'clock in the morning thing, I cannot even. Yeah, I cannot even. Cause your whole life changes, right? At mm-hmm. Seven o'clock, eight o'clock. You're like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Your social life is only on the weekends, pretty much. Then or like now. Yeah, like now, like, this is perfect. Yeah. Lunch, we can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> lunch, brunch, I'm, I'm there. Like Pauhana, if it's like 3 p.m. So when people ask me to go uh, out, like for dinner, yeah. I always, even if it's on the weekend, I'll be like, can we meet at like five, maybe? Mm. Yeah. So Only it changes senior, everything. Senior citizens eat at five in the afternoon. I'm, though, I'm no? almost there, brother. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> okay, so, so what happens? They, they, you're on the news, and they come to you, Christine. You mm-hmm. got this great opportunity. You're going to anchor your own show, but it's at two, two in the morning. How do, how do they coach that when they, they come to you? Or, or well, they don't tell like you that. They tell you it's four in the morning. And then uh, after you then go, it, yes, then they say, oh, by the way, if you want to do a really good job, it's I probably see. best as you're here at 2.30, 3 o'clock, because she's a, she's a professional broadcaster mm-hmm. and news person. So she yeah. wants to do the best job she can. And she's conscientious. So she shows up super early. <laughs> Devin's so nice. Thank you, Devin. <laughs> well, I didn't mention the swearing part that happens in the morning. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I can't, I can't get used to the hours. Uh, as, as much as I try, as hard as I try, I, I just I cannot. It, it doesn't matter what day we start. I'm, I'm, I'm in morning show 12 years now, I think. Mm-hmm. And it still kills me to yeah. get up. And I don't get up anywhere near as early as you guys. But you, yeah, you never get used to it. Like people right? say like on the weekends, like you sleep in, you catch up. You never get your, I'm always tired. Always yeah. tired. Yeah. And yeah. she has a son. So that makes it even more always tired. So yeah. this, the newsroom in general, mm-hmm. the facility in general, the workers okay. there. Are you coming in when they open the door? Or is it, are they there even earlier? Or does that thing not even close? There's there's a couple people, <clears throat> excuse me, there are a couple who are there even earlier, the producers, because they got to yeah. stack the show, right? Yeah. So some are there like 12 a.m., 1 a.m. to prep the show, find out what's going on. And I mean, it's like four and a half hours of live news. Of course, it repeats, but still, right? So there are people who are there even earlier than I am. What was the most stressful memory you have of that show, be it being live, that you guys you encountered in six years? Mm, it's probably when a natural disaster hits and you have to go wall to wall with hurricane mm. coverage. Yeah, because wall to wall literally means wall to wall, and you you stop for commercial breaks, but when you can't script that kind of stuff. Like you just you know you can have interviews prepared, but a lot of times 
you're trying to stretch and fill, right? And you don't know what even's coming next <laughs> until someone goes in your ear, okay, we have the mayor coming up, toss to the mayor, oh, wow. you know, like things like that. Yeah. And you have your wall to wall live and you have no idea, you know, how you're really going to fill it. I mean, you know who you're going to talk to, but it's like, but that's, it's not you know, scripted. The, the part that people don't know who, who've never done this is you have an earwig uh, an earwig is a little earpiece mm-hmm. and only she can hear well I mean the people sitting at the desk can hear and that's so the producer can talk in your head while you're talking while to you're the, talking yeah. so she right. could be giving information and while she's giving information <laughs> someone will say something in her head like hey by the way you got to break away from this we got to go to this other thing and she has to not let it face her as she's doing this read yeah. hearing this in her head and go okay now we got to switch and go so you're here. a really good listener then <laughs> <laughs> What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's called an IFB. So the producer and the director can talk to you too. Yeah. Um, and it's good if they talk fast. And they, they're good too because when you take a breath, then they'll say something. So it's not oh. like you're talking and they're talking in your ear because there's no way you can handle that, yeah. right? So. But yeah. I just, I, I'm always impressed with that because I know um, I, I was listening to this podcast of, uh, they were talking about the very first UFC and they were asking the, the guy, a super foot something or whatever they asked him it was his first time on camera and he told them oh yeah i'm totally used to the, the ifp right uh-huh. and he's talking and the producer would say something and he'd go yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's looking up and they're like bill why are you why are you looking up he goes oh uh no i i don't mean i'm looking up and then he would he would talk and they would try to i guess in between say bill you gotta have to toss to this and he would go what <laughs> and he'd be looking like you could see where the voices were coming from, and uh, um, yeah, I've only I've only done a couple things with that sort mm-hmm. of, and I don't know how you guys do it because I, oh. I'm sure it's something you get used to. Too, right? You get used to, but that's why sometimes if you watch the news or like live reporting, you'll see the reporter go like this and be like, "Excuse me, that's oh, yeah, why, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. why because someone's talking in their ear." Do you, you do that down. when your husband is trying to talk to you and you go, wait. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Hold yeah. on. No, that's just the voices again. <laughs> wait, this voice yeah. is more important than yours. Yeah. So we're going to... Oh, man. And, and you did news on the mainland as well? I did. How long were you up there for? For about eight years. Okay. Mm-hmm. What area? I was in Seattle, Bozeman, Montana, and Las Vegas. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So variety of places. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that. So, uh, what I was kind of thinking was um, doing the news uh, in places other than Hawaii must be different. It's different right? because every city has, you know, different topics, different issues. You get used to it. And also, like, different names, right? Like, if you're not from Hawaii, even I'm from Hawaii and I have a hard time with some of the names, right? So, yeah. you got to get used to the names there, how they're pronounced, um, the issues. When I was in Bozeman, Montana, it's right next to mm. Yellowstone. So a lot of it was centered on Yellowstone, bison, you know, things like that. Yeah. There's different kinds of issues. Um, land, you know, Seattle's different. It's more like high tech, modern. There's a variety of issues there. Vegas, Vegas is Vegas. <laughs> yeah. And there's actually a lot of crime that happens yeah. in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of crime. My uh, cousin went to Loyola Marymount college mm-hmm. and he's like man it's so depressing watching the news over here because it's like oh this guy got shot and this is you know stuff like that he's like you come back to hawaii and it's like 
well, there was a monk seal that came, you know, on, <laughs> on the beach today. <laughs> you know, that's the news here, right? Well, yeah. I would think news reporters would have the hardest time coming to Hawaii because you're literally learning a new language, mm-hmm. just speaking about the street names yep. and the ah, hotels true, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. It's you got to learn yes. that. And for even locals, I mean, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce every single thing, and you try to be really sensitive, accurate. Yeah. And you mispronounce a local street name or something. Trust me. You can yeah. get calls in the newsroom. <laughs> you hear you it know right. what I mean? Yes, you will. Right? I yeah. don't know about oh, right, yeah. David. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we have we have friends who are actually yeah. uh, teachers for a Hawaiian language. So, yeah. Yeah. If okay. I forget, I'm no Kina or Kahako on no teacher design. They call me to go. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Kina in Hawaii? I'm like, yeah. oh, sorry. I had to redo it. You know. <laughs> so when you were when yeah. you were growing up here, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm sorry, I don't I don't know the entire history of of how you came up but was this something that you thought about doing being in the news yeah. um for the longest time i wanted to be a teacher actually and then only maybe ninth grade when i got into high school i had to do a book report on some kind of career or news profession i started researching different professions and then i stumbled on journalism and news anchor reporter and i thought wow i mean there's pros and cons but wow this is really interesting this is something yeah. i'd like to do so then from ninth grade on that's when i started working towards this career. Wow, from oh, wow. ninth grade? Wow. Yeah, ninth grade. Did it say under anything about waking up at one thirty in the morning? No, it didn't. It did talk about <laughs> sacrifices, though. A lot of sacrifices you had to mm. make, but yeah. Yeah, I don't... Uh, again, the the thing is, too, like, you. I mean, your, your son is older now, mm-hmm. but at the time, at the age he was at, to try to do this career at the same time while trying to raise a small child... Mm must be challenging in so many different ways, like ways that people don't even realize, right? I think people can relate and realize. I think that was the reasons why I moved back home from Las Vegas. Mm. I always knew, well, one, I wanted to raise my child here, but also because I didn't want someone else to help me. You know, you don't want someone else to raise your kid unless it's your family, Mm. you know, hopefully, ideally. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, just like a lot of other parents out there, you got to have grandma and grandpa pick up from school, drop off. I mean, there's so many nights when he was little, when he had to sleep over their house because I have to wake up at two o'clock in the morning, right? And you cannot wake him up there. So I know a lot of parents have to have the kids sleep over or the grandparents sleep over at the house. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, Yeah. But yeah, if it wasn't for my parents, I wouldn't have this career. Um, yeah. Wow, does amazing. he want to be in this profession too? No. Or what does he What does he want to be when he grows up? <laughs> no. An actor uh-huh. or oh, wow. a pilot? It was just. Oh, it's yes. a wide range. Okay. I know. I know. Okay. I know. I was like, mm, I want to focus in a little bit more, but okay. <laughs> but um, he's opposite. He's like yeah. an introvert. He just like yeah. It's like uh, so like Joe Kuromoto's son. Pilot. Right? Yeah, yeah. Pilot. Yeah. Joe mm-hmm. Kuromoto's son is he's like. He's younger though. Twelve. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a pilot. Yeah, he wants to be a pilot. He's like dead set on being a pilot. They got him up in the air, just sitting really? in a plane yeah. in wow. a cockpit while he's flying. Yeah, around. but my son's not there yet because you know, Ooh. still actor maybe. Oh, actor right? maybe. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we yeah. can help him with that one. So okay, you good, let us know. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I really admire kids that know stuff, know what they want to do that young. Yeah. You know, I mean, I graduated college, like still not knowing what I wanted to do. Well, you kind of yeah. fell into your career. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, yeah. It's a good thing yeah. that you know how to sing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, like, you know, it's funny because, like, uh, I have a buddy from work, and his son is just 
really into basketball, you know, and he's so um, he's on my another friend's team. And he said that, you know, when they were when the kids are like eight and stuff, they, you know, they're just learning how to dribble and shoot. They're they're OK. And this kid comes in, he, he's dribbling two balls with each hand, you know, and wow. he's, doing, yeah, he's like one of the top players in the league or whatever. But I was talking to him and he said, oh, I didn't push him into basketball we just i mean i took him to go play but he just loves it and he just right. wants to do it mm-hmm. all the time so mm-hmm. he you know he like uh takes him to get basketball lessons and you know but all that's all that kid wants to do you know and it's kind of kind of interesting to have a, a child that's like that focused on something well so it must have been interesting when you were in ninth grade you decide you want to be a reporter what do you do right um <laughs> how about yeah. you do a story on yeah. <laughs> uh, mochi pounding with our family <laughs> or uh, really like shopping the other day? Paper and stuff? I was a school paper. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Not, well, I was a school paper, but yeah. So I um, started writing for the school paper, which is also the community newspaper for mm. Ipahu. So that got ah. that gets mailed out. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it does to so the community. Wow. So I, I got didn't involved know that. with that. That's unusual because. Mm-hmm. I think Pearl City had it to the community. It was well, only within our school. You know, Waipahu isn't Pearl City. <laughs> <laughs> we want to start doing the public school war now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Waipahu, since you're a Waipahu graduate, mm-hmm. you know, I, you all you did Wait, run involved with in what this school? Waipahu. Waipahu. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you said. You put the I. Wa- yeah, wa- Waipahu. Wa- wa- otherwise, it sounds like Waipahu. Yeah. yeah. So. Proceed. Wapa. That's why. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you were involved in a school paper. Yes. And you were also um, a cheerleader. Oh, okay. oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. go. Right. From what freshman year? Okay, he texted me that he's gonna bring up. <laughs> I was a cheerleader and my high hair, and I texted him back. OMG, you frick up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so wait. Well, you, what you, is there to be ashamed of? The yeah, but you have, to, the one you have to explain. You have to explain the, the relationship between the two of you so that that part of what you did to her makes well, so sense. Also, they don't see like I'm being like... Yeah, they don't oh, just yeah. think you, you randomly were looking no, up we go way back. information about Christina <laughs> Wen. No, we, go, yeah, we, go, we, we go way back. <laughs> so, wh- yeah, but you went proceeding. She went with I mean, how did She that worked at... A, play, a surf shop called Zoom okay. mm-hmm. in Pearl, Pearl Ridge. Oh, it was oh. owned by Chunwa Cam, right? And it was yes. a surf shop in Zoom. Chunwa Cam? Really? Yeah. yeah. Like no, the, not Chunwa Cam. <laughs> I was like, what? No, what was it? What was it? Not the Chinese the Chinese restaurant. Chun Kim Chow. Someone's hungry, yeah? Yeah. Chun Kim Chow. Something like that. Close enough. Anyway. She worked yeah, at this. Just so you know, Chenwa Cam is a very popular restaurant, and it's actually down the road from yeah. KJ. Yeah, and right. Chum and Kim Chow was, like, yeah, huh? was <laughs> the one that owned Zoom Surf Shop. You sure? Yeah, they own Zoom okay. Surf Shop, Body Shop, and all those other ones in Pearl Ridge. So you met her there? No, my my <laughs> friends, my classmates, all yeah. worked with her. So oh, that's all okay, okay. Of, it wasn't uh, like you was trying to yeah, so scam had, and date on her. We all had something. mutual friends oh, for a while. Okay. Oh my yeah. God. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the question was already. I know. I don't know. No, no. Just, just giving the setup because otherwise, you know, he's kind of, he's kind of trying to embarrass you. Five minutes into the interview. I don't think it's embarrassing at all that you're a cheerleader. No, it's not. I'm proud. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the that's the that's the one that all the guys like in the cheerleaders. It's just if you ask me to jump now, I couldn't. I I can't even get an inch off the ground. Well, maybe on the Patreon session, we'll have you do a Wapahu cheer or something. Oh, my goodness. We'll all do it with you. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. 
Yeah. Just uh, teach it to us real quick, and we'll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! Oh. No, so you cheerleading, mm-hmm. um, newspaper. What else were you involved with in high school? Um, student council. Oh, were you yeah. president or vice president? I was one year as treasurer, mm. one year as secretary, and then the third year I was vice president, and then senior year I said I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, you know when you just take a break, your senior oh, yeah. year yeah. from everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's well, what I did. My, my problem was uh, I took a break, but I was still doing a lot of stuff. I just took a break <laughs> and so barely graduated. Barely graduated yeah. from high school. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, but sure, AP y- classes, I can. <laughs> President of the class, sure. Oh wait, I have an off-campus pass. <laughs> <laughs> So after high school, you went straight to college in the mainland? No, oh, I went UH? to UH. UH? UH? Yeah. Ah. Thanks, John. Bradley, yeah, I looked ah. up the pile. Yeah. He's been, see, this guy been stalking you. No. Yeah, <laughs> that pile. That's my job, John. Yeah. <laughs> He's prepared. But, yeah, yeah. And, and you went straight into communications, journalism, journalism. And all that yep, stuff. Yeah, I major ah, journalism. Yeah, I wrote for the UH newspaper. I interned at Channel 2, actually. Mm. Yeah, so kind of oh, full really? circle. Yeah, okay. full circle, yeah. And back then, I wanted to be a sports anchor. So I actually interned in the sports department at KHON2 when Bob Hogue was there yeah. oh, wow. and Ron Mizutani and Jai Cunningham were still doing sports. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. So you learned from the best. I did. Had fun with the best, yeah. too. Yeah. I just, yeah. Uh, in fact, I just interviewed Ron for uh, Hawaii Matters for our station. Oh. Because uh, he's at PBS now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, it was that's right. really fascinating stuff. Wait. Wasn't he with like Big Brothers, Big Sisters? Uh, he was with Food Bank. Oh, food bank, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then he he moved over about. Oh, okay. I want to say six months ago, seven months ago. Okay. Over to PBS, so Ron's they're doing nice some good guy. stuff there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he and I, he and I know each other because every time he was when he was working at KHON, uh-huh. there'd be uh, something, some sort of uh, thing for the elections, and he was always the guy getting the short straw, and like he got to go out and stand there in his suit for twelve hours and talk about. You know, so oh, all the and every result. time, Devin, was, we all got the short straws oh, yeah, yeah. on election <laughs> night. Okay, well, I guess it depended which one you had to go to, which campaign you had to yeah, go to. Yeah, we all had to cover. Yeah, yeah. but every time yeah. I ended up at the same one as him, <laughs> so we'd be like, "Hey, bro, what's up? Oh yeah, election time. Here we go. Yeah, all right. So, oh, covering yeah. those elections, what you just uh, you're uh, you're at you're posted at someone's headquarters, headquarters, yes. right? Yeah. You get to eat and stuff. They usually have some kind of spread and they offer it to you. But the station's really good where they, they know you're there for hours. Yeah. So they deliver food to oh, you. Oh, wow. Yeah, bento, that's Yeah, because technically you're not supposed to, you know, eat their you, food, right? I see. Yeah. They, yeah. Don't want, they don't want you to be biased. Yeah. You're sitting there eating us. But when they win, <laughs> when they win, it must be a party. But you want to be with the guys that win because when they lose, you just got to go oh, home. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But unfortunately, like... <laughs> Are you, are you the, cur- like, the Oh no, Christine's coming. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never been in a campaign where they won. Yes, maybe the primary, wow, but not in the general. Oh yeah. no, and it's I random, know. right? Yeah. So, so like, wow, that is amazing. Well, the news director and manager puts you at a certain, you yeah. know, oh. and it goes on like also like relations that you have with certain. You know, okay. yeah. political yeah. offices. See, when, yeah. and when you run again, Devin, and she show up, you'll be like, ah, shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. I never like being officer. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I give you guys credit because I would see them standing there for just hours, man. Yeah. It is, I mean, mm-hmm. it is, yeah, it's one of the most thankless jobs because you, sometimes you're standing there and everybody's sitting around looking all sad because they know they're going to lose. Yeah. And you got to make it sound somewhat interesting. 
Yeah. Like, who do we who do we interview now? Because <laughs> everybody yeah. left already. And nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's another one of those unscripted wall-to-wall coverage nights, you know? Uh, kind of like uh, tsunami or something like that. Well, my question is, how do they how do they teach that now with the new kids who are coming up? Because it's one of the things that we found um, for broadcasting as well for radio is that that ability to sort of just go right if once it turns wall to wall and mm-hmm. you just gotta go and you just gotta talk it's difficult to teach the sorry i'm calling them kids but they're way younger than us by now but how to teach them that because it's not something they teach anymore and now they just go oh you just out okay cool how much we're gonna pay you all right here go on air yeah right they go here's your cam and now they just go here's your camera here's your mic Go shoot yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know how, I don't know how these kids learn how to do what they have to do because, you know, we had mentors and they right. kind of. I think the job has changed because, you know, back in the day, yeah, everybody had a different position, and now because they're trying to make things more efficient, and you know, cost is everything, so they try to merge a bunch of positions into one. So what yeah. Devin is mm. alluding to is one man bands where you shoot your own video and interviews, you hop in front of the camera, then you go back and you write everything, edit, you basically put together everything, the job of maybe like two or three people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of training. You know, Mm. they're not going to have all that experience. So when they hire someone, they will have to train that person. And a lot of times it's just, you know, on the job training, right? Like you don't know until you get kind of pushed into the fire. Even those wall-to-wall coverage, they're not going to pick the new rookie to go cover you know the main governor's race mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they'll pick a ron mizutani you know yeah. or devin nakoba uh, you know so um they won't do that but you do have to learn on the job like everything else right mm. well so, maybe they feel like the young kids now they they've used already to. used to filming themselves yeah i suppose so, but there there's a so certain not all of the new way that they shoot begin it. with hey guys <laughs> that's you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, but I mean, even even a setup. You know, like Christine, I could probably I could probably give you a camera and say, mm-hmm. okay, you know, set up your stand, your stand up, and all of that stuff. And she would know exactly what to do and where to go. Whereas you give it to a kid who's, I don't know, only been shooting YouTube videos, and they're gonna do this. Yeah. Right. And that does not look nearly as professional as somebody setting a camera on a tripod mm-hmm. you know three two one go but and then having to edit everything out and it's really it's really interesting to see there is roving reporters on the news i see now with cameras and a selfie and they'll be like i'm in waikiki right now and i'm and, it, and it's all over like facebook right i think for they do that for facebook they'll do it for social media oh okay but then they mm. also have a camera you know that does it for the news so it's so that you see two different things and the whole training thing is they usually get trained by the chief photographer or something oh, you know really? what i mean yeah oh, yeah they're okay, not gonna okay. just give you the equipment and say, i thought that's how they were doing no, it no, no, okay so, good luck so they'll, they'll get trained you know okay. how to use the equipment you know and then they're not gonna get these breaking news stories like on day one yeah. you know they'll, they'll make yeah. sure that they get trained on everything and see how they do because it's hard it takes time to do a one-man ban you know situation story by yourself and yeah. figuring everything out so yeah so you know like somewhere out there in in the world there's a young christina when like oh goodness you know teenager she's you know, so nice. let's hope not let's hope not writing for the school newspaper and cheerleading and for the high school oh, no. and they want to aspire to be a um you know a reporter mm-hmm. and stuff like that work for the news agency what kind of advice can you give them right now i would say have a thick skin and don't give up 
That's what I would say because there's a lot of competition out there and you might get a no and you might get a lot of no's, you know, but if you really believe in what you want to do and this is your passion, stick with it because you're going to get the yes, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not an easy job and it's a very blunt job, you know, um, and you're going to get criticized and you're going to get rejected, but just don't give up. Now, w- would you encourage people if they did have the opportunity to go to the mainland and work there? Oh, for sure, definitely. Because yeah. that's where I had to one-man band. And that's where I had oh. to start off on a small market in Bozeman, Montana. Oh, Montana in the snow, carry. And that at that time, the cameras were like this. You know right, what I mean? Right, They're right, big right. cameras. Yeah. You have the big three-quarter tapes. You right. have to like do everything yourself. Have you edit all that? I can't even Edit imagine. yourself. Mm-hmm. And so we're, when I would fill an anchor you would also run the prompter yourself. What? Like there's like a little switch. Oh, that's there's right. There's a little oh. pedal that you kind of like push. Yeah. You do it all yourself. Wow. Because here, you know, there's someone else yeah. who's doing it. So you're doing it all yourself. But I do recommend people, I think in any industry, if you have the opportunity to move away from the state, take it because you not only learn about that industry and what's different, but just about different cultures and life in yeah. general you know hawaii is a great place yeah but it is such a small speck on this earth you know and anytime you get an opportunity to learn and grow take it and i guess if you're planning on coming back home one of the classes you should take in school or even college in high school or college is a hawaiian language course right mm-hmm. <laughs> to learn how to pronounce <laughs> just for pure pronunciation yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to learn it on the job yeah, yeah, yeah. learning on the job when you're trying to Spooky. It's hard. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what brought you to Bozeman? Because your, your experience. I'll be right back. What? Oh. You know he's calling me. Oh. 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 Should oh. we break? No. Just keep going. Okay. So oh, your, um, your time in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like, how long were you here before you got called to Seattle and then you got called to Bozeman? Was, was Seattle to Bozeman sort of this big huge jump or? Um. I went from here to Seattle, but I got into newspaper. I worked for the Seattle Times as, okay. as news assistant. And then I wanted to get back into TV. I always wanted to. Yeah. So it was only like maybe a year and a half in Seattle. And okay. then I got the job in Bozeman, Montana. I mean, I've been sending my tapes and resume out everywhere. Oh, okay, everywhere. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, it's not an easy business, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then Bozeman, Montana offered me the position. So With all the, with all the big white people. <laughs> <laughs> and all the big white land because <laughs> everything's covered with snow. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to Gonzaga, so mm. we we had a lot of kids who were from Montana. Mm-hmm. And man, they grew them big over there. Yes. But you know, I mean, these kids are walking around. I mean, in Spokane, it would get really cold. And it's you know, it's 20 degrees outside. And the kids from Montana are walking around with shorts and T-shirt. And I'm like, what's what's happening right now? Yes. And you know, we're bundled up like Nanook of the North. And they, <laughs> they for them, it's just nothing. And then they... They tell us about Montana. I, unfortunately, I never got a chance to be there, but um, a lot of them were from Bozeman. And, oh. you know, they would talk about Bozeman as like this really big city and stuff. And then I talked to people who actually went to Bozeman and they go, no, man, it's not. No, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> it's not it's like big. when you want directions, like when I would do interviews and I'd be like, oh, so how do you get to the store? How do you get to your house? It's like, okay, go down Main Street. When you pass the wooden fence, take a left, <laughs> then keep going to get to the water tank. It's like that. Kind of like it is it's here like, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, that is. <laughs> but it's 
it was it was back in the late 90s when i worked yeah. there so it was even smaller like there was no target or walmart or anything like right. that you know but they must have loved you they're like oh look she's were you such a cute did, little yeah did you feel like you're in the land of the giants still over there no it was just i i gotta say i was probably like one of five asians yeah so you really felt like you're a minority but not always looked at in that way because more like you a rock star no boy <laughs> there is at least one time when i was heckled at the mall by a racist really wow yes. and i bring it up because i think we live here in hawaii we're so sheltered yeah you know yeah, not just yeah. a so yeah, we don't experience that yes, kind of stuff yes and it's it's it's, it's an eye-opener you know to know yeah. that it is out there you mm. know even in this day and age you know we're so lucky here that we we don't get to really experience that yeah. fortunately yeah. You know? when you're in a when you're in a room and you suddenly stop and you come and you like sort of pull yourself out of the moment that you're in and you look around the room and you go there is nobody else asian in this entire room yeah except for me and mm-hmm. and the the people that you meet I mean, some of them are very good. I mean, I some of my friends I met at Gonzaga are, are still my closest friends to this day. But there are others you just go, wow. <laughs> okay, this is the reason I don't live here, man. <laughs> but sometimes it is ignorance. Yeah. yeah. yeah but it sometimes is. it's just racism. Yeah. Devin you got know. beaten on December 7th in his dorm room. Oh. My freshman year. It was, a, it was quite an experience. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was I fun. Mean, for fun kind of I mean, it was my, not, it was not my like, friends. Yeah, not but like they, you know, they... they they threw a blanket over me and they jumped on top of me and they were punching me and they're like, this is for Pearl Harbor. And that was like... <laughs> were they laughing? Or they were laughing, were they... but you know, if you're, an, if you're Japanese and if you're a Japanese American, you right. grew up here, you're like, what the hell is happening yeah. right now? Yeah. So I just sort of laid down and let them do what they needed to do and get it all out of their system. And then I went, okay, you know, I'm a Japanese American, right? <laughs> right. So you guys are being kind of ignorant idiots. So I, I sort of had to walk them through you know what a japanese person was Mm -hmm. versus a japanese american person and how that's different and most of my relatives were actually living on the island when we got bombed (laughs) by pearl harbor or got bombed by the japanese at pearl harbor and and the 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 changes that it caused here Mm -hmm. um and and like you're you're saying it was it was more of an ignorance thing once they got it they never did it again so i never had to deal with it but yeah, it was, just, him. it was weird. Yeah, yeah you educated them. That's yeah, you try to yeah, educate them, right? Good. But a lot of times they they go, oh, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I know um, when I played uh, intramural football, uh, when I went out for intramural football, they were so surprised that I knew what a football was wow. and that I could <laughs> run the ball and I knew what a running back was. But it's like you just threw coconuts block. at each yeah. other over here. I mean, granted, I was also smaller than everybody mm-hmm. else, so they were like, uh, but, you know, I was like, no, I... I actually played football in high school. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I know what I'm doing, and it was it was an interesting uh, it was an interesting lesson to get. So, and I can only imagine in Montana it must have been even more so because it's yeah. not like you're gonna find a Japanese restaurant. I think there was it, one Chinese restaurant, and that's all I knew. <laughs> and you had to yeah. learn how to eat potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bread. that's right. A lot of potatoes. Yeah. Although I gotta say, man, I was in Tucson one year doing a gig and um, with Herb. Yeah. And after the show, these people came up to us and they're like, oh, we own a Japanese restaurant down the street. Then we're, we're going to close soon, but we'll keep it open a little while if you guys want to come and eat, you know? Oh, nice. So we're like, oh, yeah, okay. It was awesome. Wow. Tucson, Arizona, man. Oh, authentic never, Japanese. Yeah, authentic food. sushi and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, this is, this is great. You never know. 
Yeah. So it's always funny when the Japanese come here and they're all at all the Japanese restaurants and you go, you guys just left that for me. <laughs> <laughs> for real? That's what, well, it's but, like when we go to Vegas and we're at California Hotel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 That's Main true. Yeah. 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 That's true, man. But I wonder how the Japanese feel when they come over here and they're standing in line at Genki Sushi and they finally get to eat it. <laughs> they're you know, like, like, I yeah, wonder what is, they think. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's cool. It's an American mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, well, right? I don't know. I mean, it's like, uh, I'm just sure. Yeah, it's an experience, right? Mm. The first time I went on tour in Japan, they kept taking us to like get pizza and spaghetti. <laughs> and we're just like, where's the Japanese food? They're like, oh, we thought you'd want like, you know, like, like no, <laughs> we need <laughs> some tonkatsu, man. <laughs> <laughs> so then that's after that, we started going to get the tonkatsu and stuff. When we were in Tokyo on vacation, we were walking down the main drag and we're looking for some place to eat. Mm-hmm. On the second floor, there was this thing called, sh- there was a Shakey's pizza sign. You remember Shakey's? Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. And I was like, we got to try the Shakey's in Japan. There's not even one in Hawaii anymore. Yeah, there was in White Palm. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. That was, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah. I remember the OG one in mm-hmm. Pearl City, right? We see it. And when I went up there and tried it, it tasted exactly like what I remember when I was a kid. Oh, well, that's good. Oh. But that was like the most un-Japanese thing we ate over there, you know? Well, and usually they, they alter it somewhat to make it more oh, know, it was like, Japanese. It was like the OG, like, oh, nice. Shakey's Pizza up there. It was it's pretty like good. when you go 7-Eleven in Japan, it's like they have a Japanese twist, right? Oh, like, yeah. Everything yeah. is good in a convenience store yes. in Japan. <laughs> Even McDonald's, man. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's, McDonald's is super good up there. Mm-hmm. And they have the green drink. The green soda or whatever they have that's green. green river like green river yeah i don't know what it's called but when no, was the last time you went to japan a couple years ago only went once oh yeah yeah, oh. yeah. only oh. once i miss yeah. it man i want to go back there so me too do you do you plan to do a little more traveling is is that somewhat in your plans we're thinking in may um hopefully europe oh nice yes because two years ago yeah we planned a trip to go to paris Italy, I'm blanking, and London, okay? Oh, wow. But that was at the start of the pandemic. Oh. Yeah, so everything got cut short. Mm. We got diverted from Italy to, to Switzerland. So it was kind of like... Was that your honeymoon, though? It was kind of like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you, you, you guys got married right before the pandemic? No, happened, like a year before, but we kind of like delayed everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did we delay? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully in May, and we'll do it. We want to go to Italy and Santorini. Oh, so good. hopefully we oh, can. Nice. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, we'll and see. your uh, sorry, your your husband does what? He's an ACO. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's an ACO? <laughs> Corrections officer. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any questions for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, for 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 ACOs, it's it's rough. I mean, you know, they were dealing with a lot of overtime. They're dealing with mm-hmm. a lot of uh, guys getting sick. Yeah. And oh, trying yeah. To, you know, I mean, I, I can't imagine what that's like because you have to do this job where you have to report the news and then your husband's coming home and you're like, babe, go uh, sit over there. <laughs> like, did anybody get sick? Because there was a, you know, there was a, there was a huge uh, rash of, of infections for, mm-hmm. uh, for COVID at the w- time. Was that, was he, he was doing that in Vegas too? No, he was doing security in okay. Vegas. So something, you know, close, but yeah, yeah he's... Um, corrections officer they're pretty safe you know they keep yeah. it safe and you know everyone's wearing masks and whatnot mm. um but, but yeah still, the long they're, s- they're surrounded by so many people i cannot even yeah imagine. it depends what what shift you have or what duty sometimes they're in the box where it's yeah. you know what i mean it's not yeah. like they're like right there yeah, all the yeah, time yeah. or their whole shift is like you know in the cell with them or anything yeah <laughs> yeah, so, yeah 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 hey speaking of um 
couple things. So I started watching Reacher. Oh yeah, Reacher is awesome. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Have you guys started watching that? Oh yeah. So oh, I went oh. to. Uh, I might have to go get my phone. So I went to Vegas a couple of weeks ago for my birthday. Yeah. And we randomly were walking, and the, they were doing a promo thing for Reacher. Oh no! And it was the guy. Oh really? Yeah. Who is Reacher the yeah, big yeah, yeah. muscular yeah, yeah. guy? Richardson, yeah, yeah. A video. Yeah. yeah of him. I you got a video say, of him? Yes. Whoa, check it out. No, say. not with him, but like, you know, yeah, yeah, you're shooting 100 him feet away or something. Or you're but yeah, stalking yeah, yeah. him in his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know shit. who this guy is, but he's got, you know, he's, he's Reacher. He's a big yeah. dude. He's a big dude. He's yeah. a big dude. Yeah. yeah. I got to say, so far, I just watched the first episode, but it was great. Excited about it. Oh, just just get in, get well, settle in because it's so, great. So uh, so what we're doing now is, so we we have our good friends of the mouse and we go to have dinner with them every Friday, Saturday and Sunday, pretty much. So that's going to be our thing. Every time we have dinner, after dinner, we watch an episode. Okay. That's how we're going to watch it. Are the kids watching this with you? Well, uh, Asa watched the first episode with us. Okay. Why, is he, it R-rated he, or something? He enjoyed yeah, it quite a bit. Yeah. Not nudity there's gonna or be, Yeah. Oh. oh. There's going to be... Yeah. Uh, about the fourth episode in, I would say maybe have them go play video games okay. or something. <laughs> Well, he liked all the fighting. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's lots of fighting, but there's also, you know, that's the thing with Jack Reacher's character. He beats all the guys up and he has sex with all the women. Oh, he's like a so violent James Bond. Or yeah, I have no cool. idea what you guys are talking about. But <laughs> so Jack, Reacher, Jack Reacher's a character. Jack Reacher's a character from, yeah. uh, from these books. Um, and uh, it's like, they're like 45, 50 books in. And Tom Cruise oh. did the first two movies. That mm-hmm. were, I mean, the they were okay. Theme wise, they were good. Yeah. But in terms of like his his, because well, they, in they the write him as a six foot five, three hundred pound dude, and Tom Cruise is not a six foot five, no. three hundred pound dude. Yeah. So Tom now Cruise. they got a guy who looks that big. Yeah. Now they have a they have a, they've rebooted it with a new guy who's massively big. And interesting, yeah. Sky Dancer is I think that's Tom Cruise's company. So. It seems like he sort of went. Yeah, let's get a guy for the TV show. That well, kind Tom of Cruise has a lot of stuff going on. You know, he doesn't yeah. have to play every character. I thought I watched a previous episode, this and someone didn't watch Top Gun. This guy never watched. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You should even mention Tom Cruise in your. In your I day. know. That's why oh, I was like. Hmm. I said I'm a fan now, but you still didn't see Top Gun. I still have not seen. It's Top not gonna. Gun. It does, I don't know if it's gonna. Like hold hold up. Though. But he's gonna watch Top Gun too. It's hard, man. It's hard to go back and watch some of these movies, especially action movies and comedies. A lot of them, like they were funny to us because they came out at the time, and and you try to show them to your kids now, or you watch them back now. Even even like I said, I know I get a lot of shit for this, but Star Wars, The New Hope, it's a pretty slow moving movie. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of walking. It it's exposition, my friend. They need to set up the world. It's a lot them. of exposition. Is there a movie that that's you, why there's that's that why there's Empire? You're supposed to have Empire seen in your life and never saw yet. But, but I mean that. But the whole thing about Frozen, I've never oh, seen Frozen. Frozen? Serious? Okay. <laughs> I've never seen Braveheart. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Where's your guy card? Oh my god. So like maybe like 15 years ago, there I was like I've never seen Braveheart, and everybody went, what? And then they go, you never seen Braveheart. The best part is when he dies. I go, wait, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> why should we even watch it anymore? Yeah, why would they do that to you? I know. 
All you need to do is That's read why I never the history of it. William Wallace, mm-hmm. and you kind of, you know, kind of gives I mean, everything I mean, away. The word "read" already turned me off. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, know, I know. But it's just a Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, so I've never seen Frozen because never seen, too many people sung the song over and over. Well, you and don't got have sick a, of it. and I don't have a daughter. Yeah. She's a song. So yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Frozen. It was either. all about my daughter yeah. wanted to see that movie like yeah. a million times. So that's why I saw it. Well, you gotta get your phone. This guy saw every movie on the planet. I'm sorry. You gotta get your phone. No, oh, after, no, after, yeah, oh, gosh. Show Alan Richard. Yeah, I promise okay. I'll show you. But if you it's get a chance, far, yeah, but, yeah. watching. And uh, also, uh, speaking of recommendations, I watched, um, uh, what is it called? Resident Alien with Alan oh, Tudyk. yeah. And that show is freaking funny. Really? It's really good. Alan Tudyk playing. Alan Tudyk is great. So, uh, uh, Resident Alien is mm-hmm. about an alien who crashes to Earth. He I've seen a couple. It's on sci-fi, right? Yeah, yeah, it's on sci-fi. He has to take the... He has to take the the body of this guy and then pretend to be him and alan tudyk for some reason as a alien just really really does a really good job of of being this guy who's trying to figure his body out and kind of like kyle <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of. Okay. So, but it's it was super I mean there were there were moments in the show uh, last night when I was watching where I laughed out loud. Really? Where do yeah. you guys? I mean, you guys have this weird sleep schedule, but yet you see all these Netflix specials and stuff. What do you? When is that during the day? I don't know when Devin watches. Uh, there's a weekend, man. Well, that's You're not inviting me over to your house. I, to I don't even college, have Netflix. So. Really? You no, know, I don't. Oh. But yeah. when, when do you get a chance to just relax and watch? Like TV? now during the daytime. Okay. Yeah, so or we're taking up her TV okay. watching yeah. time. Or, like, or right before I go to bed. Sometimes I'll see like, oh, this is interesting. I'll watch five or ten minutes of you know yeah. the shows like resident alien when they're really supposed to be on yeah and then i'll just dvr it you know i'll just catch it on the the reruns and that's how i discover okay. it so now is there anything that you watch with your husband because i know my wife and i have gotten into the arguments before because our sleep schedules are different mm-hmm. right except well for me my wife goes sleep at like seven o'clock she's like the old lady so wait your, your husband's sleep schedule is the same as you or different too Gotta it's be different. about the same like he tries to go sleep at the same time sure <laughs> Sorry. Or like an hour or two after. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But, I mean, is there a thing that you guys try to watch and then if he watches one without you or you watch Yeah, one so we him? DVR it now and yeah. we only watch certain shows when we're both off. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I've, he started watching some things with me. I don't know if any other guys will watch this, but 90 Day Fiance. You guys watch uh, that? Really? I, I heard that yes. show is addicting. The title would have made me want to watch Fiance. that. <laughs> Um, a thousand pound sisters, my six hundred oh pound God. life. Oh wow, you're gonna tell those? Yes, wow. those things. Mm-hmm. My wife watches the um, botched. Oh, oh man, she likes that one. Yeah, she likes that kind with the people with the messed up operations. Yeah, my the, wife. Watches, the surgeons are funny. My wife yeah. watches Grey's Anatomy. I yeah. watched that. I know. Yeah. I, I watched it in the '90s. I think, but I can't believe that show's still I going. Know, man. Yeah. Nineteen years, baby. How many sharks are you gonna jump before the show ends, man? <laughs> there were no sharks jumped. What she got frozen mean? in the water and almost died. But that was like season three. I'm sorry. I'm a big Grey's Anatomy fan. So. Really? Oh yeah. Watch it from the beginning. Yeah, when do all you have to time to watch all these shows? I've never not watch watched Grey's Anatomy. Today. Shark Tank. Speaking of sharks, yeah. I like Shark oh, yeah, Tank. Shark Tank is great. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's yeah. why I'm surprised you don't have a Netflix because they've got you know Love Is Blind. They've got all these. I think you should get Netflix. Shows. I it's like should. 10 and bucks it's a month now or something. And it's cheaper, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. just to do streaming services, yeah. I gotta do that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's cheaper because it depends. They raised the price recently. Well, they raised the price, but now if you want to watch this show. Then you got to get that one. You want to watch this show, there's Paramount, and then there's Peacock, and then mm-hmm. there's Netflix, and then there's Hulu Amazon, and, and then Amazon there's Hulu. And and the yeah. Yeah. 
There, that there was a, a documentary that I watched with Kusumoto last night called The Long Shot. Mm. You ever heard of that one? Her husband made me think because it's about this guy who gets um, <coughs> he gets incarcerated incorrectly, like for a murder that he didn't commit, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Do you want me to spoil it for everybody? No. No. Okay. Go I ahead. don't have to watch them anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't think you're gonna watch yeah. it. It's, it's only a 40 minute documentary, but basically, um, he was at a Dodger game while this murder was being committed but on, on one but at the same time the girl who got murdered was a witness in his brother's case oh jeez it just so happened like this is bad timing yeah and so he was at at the courthouse when when she was testifying so they were like you know this was a revenge murder and stuff although he never met her or anything like that but he was at a dodger game so they're trying to to get evidence to show that he was there right and it just so happens they were filming an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm that day at Dodger Stadium. And one of the scenes, Larry David is talking to Super Dave and he goes walking by. In no the way. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that, so that, that put him at the Dodger game at, at that time of the murder. Hmm. Oh, so he got off. So he got off. Nice. Oh, thanks. You just spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to watch it. You gotta watch the rescue too. The rescue is good. The rescue is good. That was the oh, one okay. um, in because I know you have Disney Plus, but they it's a National Geographic when the um, those boys that were trapped in the cave. Oh, in, in Thailand? Thailand. Oh, they show yeah. how they they show how they rescued them. Wasn't that a soccer team or something? Yeah, like that? it was a, it was right, a soccer right, right, team. Right. They were like 11, 12 year olds. Yeah, that was a good story. And they were stuck in the cave, and we're talking stuck in a cave in Thailand. So they're miles they're like two three miles in this cave yeah because that's how big the cave was and the water was rising because mm-hmm. it was monsoon season so they had to get them out oh, yeah. and so the only way they, and that's i'm not giving away story. anything yeah. yeah so i'm not giving away yeah. anything that isn't already said so they had to actually sedate these yeah. kids and then get them out and the only people who could do it they they sent the thailand navy in and the thailand uh the, the seals who dive all the time couldn't do it and they had to get these really lumpy looking English guys to go in and save them because they, they knew how to dive into the caves. caves. It's freaking amazing, but you're like, what? You see how this podcast turns into like yeah. Cisco and Ebro? Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> no. We're trying to give her stuff to watch. I don't even watch, watch movies. I don't know what they're talking about the whole time. Okay, what do you watch then, Kyle? I watch a lot of Joe Rogan. Really? Because that's not what, watching. Hmm. That's listening. Just listening. Well, I listen and watch. And but if it's a Netflix show, stuff. like a you sit like there a and watch Joe Rogan. Well, I watch when it's funny. I go, what the talking about? Oh, that's funny. But I'm I'm literally working all day and then listening to stuff on TV, like Netflix. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That. I mean, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I listen to Joe Rogan, but then yeah, yeah. I have him. It's on like while I'm. No, it's not like I turn stuff. him on and look straight at him the whole time. <laughs> I was like, this is an amazing <laughs> show, you know. I'm, I'm like everything's on a side peripheral when I watch stuff and I'm yeah. working. Most You're multitasking. Of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where well, he says he's working. Yeah. yeah, but I binge watch like Karate Kid and stuff like <laughs> okay, that. Okay, okay. Like, you know, oh yeah, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is is Kyle's soft spot. See Netflix yeah. again. We gotta yeah, get Netflix you on Netflix. But it's research for me too, right? Because I try to keep on with designs that are oh, relevant right, and, you know, right 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 yeah you're good about whatever, that he so. could do some with movies but he no watch yeah, so watch no matter yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay Christine it's come to the point of the show where we ask all of our guests this is a technically a music channel oh gosh okay so it's a music question okay if you were stranded on a desert island for the rest of eternity could only take three albums with you to listen to for the rest of all time they cannot be greatest hits albums what three albums would you take with you Wow, that's a good question. 
I know one, but I don't know the name of the album though. Can I see like a group? Sure, sure. Okay. Okay. We've had to. We've had to. You've had like to kind of move the band. Yeah, yeah. Our, okay. yeah. I probably figure out the album for you. Common Kings. Oh, oh, oh it is a long time. It is 222. Oh. Two, 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 two. Wow. A historic moment. And guess what? I work for Channel 2. two. <laughs> <laughs> and you wake up at 2. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 222 on February 22nd, 2022. Right? No, yeah. 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 Isn't that crazy? Sorry, let her finish. On Tuesday. This moment. On Tuesday. On, on Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Yeah. A lot of twos. Oh, and I'm sharing with you guys. Yeah. yeah. How special. Sorry. Aww. Once in a lifetime. <laughs> all right. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Common Kings. Kings. I don't okay. know what that album is, but okay. I love okay. all of their songs. The Cure. Oh. Yeah. Probably the Just Like Heaven. Mm, yeah. Do you remember the name of that one? Mm-hmm. Devin Wood. What is what? it? The, the name song. of the song that the album is it? Just like heaven? Or no, no, it's not disintegration. No, oh, oh. no. Oh, I was wrong. Um, <laughs> sorry, it will come to me. You're so let's, disappointed, let's yeah. Sure, man. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to know it. So, <sighs> what a bummer. <laughs> oh, I think it's kiss, 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 kiss. Right? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, it has okay. the, the lips. Yeah, right that's yeah. okay. Gosh, yeah, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. Okay. And then. This is tough. Kami Kings. The Cure. The Cure. Do you do your like do your anniversary song or something? What? Just make your husband feel good. You make it your anniversary. The song. Yeah, your first dance. But you're saying album. But you're saying album. What was your first dance anyway? We didn't have one because it was just the two of us. Oh. We got married. Yeah. So we didn't have oh, like a whole oh. like. Oh. If you yeah. had to choose one, what would it be? For our song. Yeah. Um. Can't help falling in love, but you know the the Elvis. remix. No, but not the Elvis one. Remember the one in Crazy Rich Asians? Did you oh, guys watch yeah, Crazy yeah, Rich yeah. Asians when yeah, she got right. married yeah. and she's walking down the aisle yeah. with the water? Yeah, that was they a nice played song. that. Yeah, that version. Oh, okay. Who sang that version? Um, forgot her name. I oh. forget. Yeah. Is that any DeFranco? I forget. She's a nice voice. Yes. Yeah. I never saw yes. Crazy Rich Asians. Either. I'm not Dude. surprised. We're not surprised. Because <laughs> when everybody keeps telling me to go see it, makes me not want to see it. See, John seems I like wanna a see really easygoing guy. He's, he's a rebel. He's a rebel. He's a rebel. He really is. He's a rebel. Yeah. All right. Well, Christine, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Aww. We really appreciate it. Um, we may or may not have a Patreon. I'm not sure yet. Why don't yet. you play a song or something? Because the Patreons haven't seen something in a while. Yeah, they have. No, they haven't. We did one last week. What are you doing me for? I wasn't here for that. With JB. Oh yeah. We, did that we made a recipe. Yeah. yeah. We're going to play some music. Or something. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We'll it's Kina Grannis. Oh, oh, that version. Okay. She's great. You know, Justin yeah. knows her. Oh, wow. He knows everybody. He knows all the musicians. It's man. so funny because oh. when I first heard of Kina Grannis, she has the song with all the jelly beans on, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Anyway, so I went down this big uh, rabbit, rabbit hole, hole. of yeah. Kina Grannis. I'm like doing my stalking and stuff. And then on YouTube, I pull up this thing, Kina Grannis, and I see like, She's there singing with Justin. Oh, wow. I was like, what the hell? So I started texting. I'm like, you know, Kina Grant is like, oh, yeah, she used to come and play at the club that I played at all the time. And so I'm like, wow. Dang. Justin's like, that guy's uh, eventually going to know everybody. I know. Justin's like uh, Forrest Gompa with music. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Justin. Just kidding. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Just bumping everybody. But thank you so much for being thank here. You. Thank you. Thank you. This was fun. Thank you for making it easy. 
Until next week, see you later. See you.